Have you ever wondered what unicorns eat for breakfast? Or maybe what they use to keep their skin looking so flawless? Well, even if I don't know these answers, I can tell you something equally as interesting and unicorn related. Over 20% of all unicorn startups are using HubSpot, and for good reason. HubSpot's all-in-one platform levels up your sales, software, and support so you can grow beyond your wildest dreams, boosting leads and ramping sales along the way. They even have a constantly evolving collection of resources to help startups scale. Plus, with the HubSpot for Startups program, you can save up to 90% off your first year. I'll admit it does sound a little too good to be true. But unlike that majestic and also incredibly fictitious unicorn, HubSpot for Startups is all real. To see if you're eligible to save on HubSpot and take your growth to new heights, visit HubSpot.com startups. Howdy, folks. Good morning. It's Monday, March 13th. I'm Jacob Cohen, and you're listening to The Hustle Daily Show. Today, we're talking about Silicon Valley Bank's implosion. And yes, even if you don't live in Silicon Valley or maybe hate the show Silicon Valley, you should still know what is happening with Silicon Valley Bank, who's been impacted and what it all means. It's a developing story, but we'll give you the lowdown. First, though, let's take a quick look at what else is going on in the world of business and tech. Let's get crackalackin'. All right, first things first in the big tech department, Meta is reportedly working on a new project codenamed P92. Despite its name, it is not, in fact, the follow-up to the popular P90X workout plan, but rather a decentralized platform for sharing text updates. A Meta spokesperson told CNN, we believe there's an opportunity for a separate space where creators and public figures can share timely updates about their interests, which, uh, yeah, that sounds like a carbon copy of... Twitter, but decentralized. And the project is reportedly in early stages and is being led by Instagram head Adam Aseri, according to Platformer. Okay, moving along. In the oil department, Saudi Arabia's Aramco reported a record net income of $161.1 billion in 2022, up 46.5% year over year and nearly three times that of oil rival ExxonMobil. If you remember, oil and gas prices pumped up at the start of 2022 when sanctions began hitting Russia. And on a Sunday earnings call, Aramco CEO said, this is probably the highest net income ever recorded in the corporate world. All right, now for about 10 seconds, you can sit back and relax while we talk about some numbers from Hollywood. Scream 6 opened to a franchise best $44.5 million domestically over the weekend, seizing 32% of Saturday's foot traffic in theaters and knocking Creed down to second place. In other movie news, so far the biggest movie of the year in the world is Chinese blockbuster Full River Red, which has raked in $670 million in China so far. Moving along, snap, crackle, pop. Vinyl continues to have a comeback story for the ages. Sales topped CD sales in 2022, something that hasn't happened in 35 years. Last year marked the 16th consecutive year of growth in vinyl, with 41 million albums sold compared to 33 million CDs. In the period, Last year, vinyl revenue spun up 17% and topped $1.2 billion for the year, and CD revenue fell 18% to $483 million, according to the Recording Industry Association of America. Also, some other numbers. The number of executive administrative assistants in the United States is trending down. 
Between 2000 and 2021, their count dropped 63% from 1.4 million to 508,000. And by 2031, the number is expected to drop another 20% to a little over 404,000. Also, the price tag on New York City's one-and-a-half-mile Second Avenue subway extension to East Harlem is expected to now cost $7.7 billion, up $800 million from previous estimates, making it one of the most expensive per-mile railroad expansions in human history. And now, how about this? According to the Wall Street Journal, sales of the Instant Pot reached a steaming hot $758 million in 2020, but cooled 50% to a $344 million simmer in 2022. The company has recently hired restructuring advisors as it looks to now find a new recipe for success. Okay, so the truth is, you know, it's probably not going to be a very restful weekend for financial regulators when you see the hashtag bank crash trending on Twitter. So Silicon Valley Bank collapsed hard and fast last week when insolvency fears sent investors and clients racing to pull out their money. And as we're recording this, federal regulators are kind of still sorting out plans, although they, they did come out Sunday night with some what appears to be uh, good news and a plan to sort all this out. But they worked through the weekend to do so and with the goal of helping make depositors whole. So many questions surrounding the implosion of Silicon Valley Bank, which is really a staple in the startup world. It can't be answered yet, but we're going to do a quick rundown on the situation to help you start to unpack this thing. So Silicon Valley Bank is a bank that, as its name kind of implies, primarily caters to a crowd of startups, venture capitalists, and tech firms. As of 2021, the bank claimed to bank for around half of all American venture-backed startups, as well as for many of the venture capital firms that fund these startups. And according to the Federal Reserve, Silicon Valley Bank is or was the 16th largest bank in the United States with some $209 billion in assets as of the end of December. Now, banking regulators shut the bank down on Friday after it imploded in a mere 48 hours or so, marking the second biggest bank collapse in U.S. history. Uh, rest in peace, Washington Mutual. So first, why did Silicon Valley Bank collapse? Well, just two days prior on Wednesday, the bank signaled that it was facing a cash crunch. The bank said it planned to sell $2.25 billion in shares to shore up a $2 billion or so loss it recently incurred. And that, that spooked investors and, uh, and, more importantly, the bank's clients and depositors and its stock plummeted. Uh, venture capitalists began telling their portfolio companies to pull their money out of the bank. The bank run ensued, and within 48 hours, the bank kind of just collapsed. Now, experts caution this isn't a 2008 rerun. For one, Silicon Valley Bank carried a kind of unique set of vulnerabilities, leaning on this roster of venture-backed clients and an industry that's had a really rough year in tech. The immediate focus now, many experts say, is just tamping down any panic that could lead to a run on other firms. This week, we'll reveal a lot more in that regard. Banking regulators unveiled a plan Sunday evening to shore up the bank's deposits and provide depositors access to their accounts, which should help tamp down any panic. Now, as for any winners this week, and yes, there are a couple, uh, one is just FDIC limit awareness. The FDIC only insures deposits up to $250,000. Having more than $250,000 is typically a good problem to have. Having it all in one 
account, though. Well, now you can see the risks in that, and a lot more people are probably now aware of that. Another winner are uh, subpoena enthusiasts. Some Silicon Valley Bank execs cashed out with some questionable timing. And last-minute bonuses were also reportedly dispersed hours before the bank collapsed. Scrutiny lovers are certainly in for a great week, and probably the biggest winner this week <laughs> is the Inverse Kramer Twitter account, a parody account that highlights instances where CNBC anchor Jim Cramer's market commentary does not age well. One recent post highlights an article from CNBC titled, Jim Cramer says he's intrigued by these top 10 performing stocks. And right there... At number nine is Silicon Valley Bank. Insert face palm here. And bada bing, bada boom. That's going to do it for us today, folks. By the way, before you go, get a load of this. Hidden Valley Ranch and Van Leeuwen ice cream will sell ranch dressing flavored pints at Walmart stores nationwide between March 20th and March 28th. Absolutely not up our alley, but perhaps it's up yours. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Ezra Trupiano, our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter, which you can sign up for at thehustle.co slash email. Hope you have an amazing Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. Let me tell you about this great podcast that's available right now. Creator Science, hosted by Jay Klaus, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, which is the audio destination for business professionals. Creator Science goes behind the scenes with today's top creators. Through narrative interviews, Jay Klaus explores how creators like Tim Urban, James Clear, Tori Dunlap, and Cody Sanchez are building their audiences today. And by learning how these creators make a living with their art and creativity, Creator Science can help you gain tools and confidence to do exactly the same. I was actually listening to an episode recently where Jay had on Dr. K, who is a Harvard psychiatrist. And Dr. K helps a lot of creators with performance, burnout, and dealing with a lot of negative feedback online. It's a great hour of conversation with Dr. K, where Dr. K really breaks down what it means to be a creator today and the burnout that a lot of creators do experience and what to do when you get that burnout, because you will. And you can listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts, and I definitely suggest it. Listen to Creator Science wherever you get your podcasts.